With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Focus on Albany. I'm Cynthia Pooler, and my guest today is Scott Riller. Scott, hi, and we're on the air. We're on the air. So Scott and I I will be talking about the resignation of Andrew Cuomo. So, Scott, were you surprised that it had come to this? Well, I'm surprised that uh, somebody with the political acumen of um, Andrew Cuomo allowed this situation to um, devolve to this state. Uh, This is one of the most predictable outcomes of that kind of behavior, especially by a high-profile politician who has accumulated uh, significant political enemies over the course of his career. Um, You know, politics is an ugly game, a dirty game, and any time you... Um, expose yourself, uh, expose a weakness, uh, your your opponents are going to jump on that, and Cuomo handed them ammunition on a, sil- a silver platter. I mean, his behavior, uh, if true, um, you know, is, you know, abhorrent, um, politically damaging, and uh, possibly criminal in, in nature. Uh, and, uh, you know, he he of all people should have known that this um you know this this kind of behavior cannot be explained away uh, you know a politician uh it learns early on in their political career that uh when you're explaining you're losing and um you know one of the most difficult things to explain away is um you, you know uh, inappropriate sexual behavior um it doesn't matter if he believes he's innocent it doesn't matter if he believes that um you know what he did was uh you know lacked um you know intent uh to 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 do harm um the point is he's now explaining himself to an audience that um is is not uh equipped to uh to tolerate this kind of explanation especially in this day and age of the of the me too movement um you know, we, we saw what happened with Al Franken, a man who mm-hmm. committed no crime. Uh, I'm not a fan of Al Franken. I, I have to say I'm not a fan of uh, Andrew Cuomo. Um, you know, but I prefer both of them um, <clears throat> be defeated politically through legitimate means, meaning a battle of ideas where better ideas went out at the polls. Um, I don't like to see people um, attacked and uh, had their careers uh, terminated um, you know, on the basis of charges that aren't fully sustained or even fully sustainable. Al Franken was uh, drummed out of the Senate on the back of charges that um, should never have been brought forward. Um, but he, you know, he was, ex- therefore he was losing, therefore it was time for him to go. Um, and the same thing with Cuomo. 
he might very well be innocent of any criminal wrongdoing. He might be innocent of any, uh, uh, you know, acts that, uh, that, that can result in uh, civil, uh, civil liabilities. That's irrelevant. He's explaining. He lost, and he has to go. As I, as I said when I asked you to um, do the interview with me this morning, I think that the crimes that Donald Trump have con- allegedly committed are far more egregious than what Cuomo has done. There's been there's been allegations of rape. Okay, with Cuomo, there's no allegations of rape. Maybe he touched um, people inappropriately, but, you know, as an Italian-American myself, I could relate to some of the stuff that he says. But as far as Trump, it's like Teflon Don. It just falls right off. What do you think? Well, it's not just Trump. It's, you know, other politicians like Joe Biden. Joe Biden has been accused of rape and sexual harassment. Um, you know, and again, um, he's president of the United States. Uh, it, 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 it comes down to um, what your political base is willing to tolerate. Uh, with Trump, um, I believe that... Uh, had he not been running against Hillary Clinton, uh, who was so widely reviled and hated by the Republican base, uh, his behavior may have been viewed in a different light. But um, people were willing to turn a blind eye to what otherwise would be disqualifying behavior because they deemed those actions to be the lesser of two evils, the greater evil, of course, being Hillary Rodham Clinton. Uh, the same thing with Biden supporters. Under normal circumstances, an allegation uh, from, uh, you know, such as the one put forward by Tara Reid uh, would be disqualifying. Um, you know, again, because the media would pick up on it, uh, and then Biden would be forced to explain uh, behaviors, and when you're explaining, you're losing. So he would have been out. The media ignored it, basically threw it out because – Donald Trump was the greater of two evils that they chose to turn a blind eye to, uh, you know, to, to uh, the, the behavior of uh, Joe Biden. Here we have a situation where Andrew Cuomo, um, you know, is an established politician. He mm-hmm. has accumulated um, a, a giant list of political enemies um, mm-hmm. There is no counter to him that he's, you know, there, there is no uh, countervailing evil that he's offsetting. Uh, in fact, this is at a time when he's at his political, weak, the, the, the weakest he's ever been. He's under attack uh, for, uh, there's a scandal involving, uh, you know, the, the elderly deaths at, uh, at, 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 you know, during COVID. He's under attack uh for a, a book deal that uh, mm-hmm. has raised questions about his management style. So he's very vulnerable politically. And then this comes along. Um, <coughs> one would like to believe under normal circumstances, the media would take a deep breath and say, we need to 
corroborate this. We need to get more details before we go forward on something of, of this nature. But the media is like sharks and political weakness is like blood. And Andrew Cuomo is bleeding political weakness. The sharks are circling and now they're going in for the kill. Um, history may very well show that Cuomo is innocent of all charges, but it's too late. That won't save Andrew Cuomo. Okay, but let's you and I have talked about January 6th before, and it's still on the news. Um, it's a given fact that maybe from some people it might be a given fact that January, uh, Trump, in trying to overthrow the election, stormed the Capitol. I mean, he just tried to, you know, ruin ruin the um, institutions of the federal government. Cuomo is not doing any of this stuff. So why is Trump getting a free pass on 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 what he did? compared to what Cuomo's doing? Well, we have to remember that all politics is local. Um, and, you know, especially when you're dealing with, you know, the individual citizen. Um, you know, people tend to, for instance, uh, I will attend a town hall meeting in, in, in Bethlehem uh, to address the issue of potholes. I will take the time out of my day to go deal with that because that's something that I care about. I, I care when my car runs over a pothole. I care right. about zoning and stuff. Um, but the further away you get, the more difficult it is for me time out of my day. I mean, Americans are working one job, two jobs. Some are working three jobs. Uh, they're exhausting themselves just trying to make ends meet. And then, you know, at the end of the day, whatever time they allocate to news, uh, is going to be minimal, and it's going to be focused on that which interests them. Um, it's hard to get a lot of people who live in New York excited about January 6th. I mean, they may they may know about it, they may be familiar with it, but it doesn't impact their daily lives. They they don't see how what happened on January 6th impacts their bottom line. But if you live in New York, Andrew Cuomo does impact your bottom line. He is somebody who impacts your daily life. His policies about COVID, his policies about taxes, his policies about everything involve you. And you either love him or you hate him. And there's a lot of people who hate him. And so, like I said, when the weakness comes up, when he exposes himself in a manner that can be exploited by his political enemies, they're going to jump on it. And New Yorkers are historically an unforgiving lot. Um, and, uh, I think that's what's happening to Andrew Cuomo right now. He he is the news cycle that uh, New Yorkers are willing to uh, take time out of their day and pay attention to. Um, you know, there's an old old saying in the news media: if it bleeds, it leads. Meaning the the more traumatic right. the story, the more gory the story, um, the more attention it's going to get. There ain't nothing that's going to gather more attention than a governor and a sex scandal. Mm. Well. Okay, now with with Trump, I mean the the stuff that Trump does, does compared to the stuff that Cuomo has allegedly done is amazing. Um, Trump, more or less, 
correct me if I'm wrong, tried to overturn the election, tried to subvert the electoral process. Cuomo's done none of that stuff. But yet Cuomo, uh, Trump is getting a free pass, more or less. He's allowed to speak his mind, do his thing, whereas Cuomo has been muzzled. Would you agree with that statement? No, I don't think Trump's getting a free pass. I mean, um, you know, Trump is under uh, criminal investigation, civil investigation. He's facing uh, any number of lawsuits that are currently in the courts. Uh, and there is a tremendous amount of, um, you know, potential uh, culpability and, and penalty that he, that he could pay. Um, it just takes time for the process to work. Uh, you know, Trump is fighting these battles in a court of law. Andrew Cuomo is fighting his battles in the court of public opinion. That's instant. That's right now. That's happening now. If Cuomo wanted to, he could have dragged this thing out. He could have forced every single one of his to trial and take them to trial. One, he doesn't have the, uh, the resources to, to, to do that. Uh, that would bankrupt him in a heartbeat. Two, um, he's facing impeachment, which isn't a criminal process. It's a political process. And the reality that hit Andrew Cuomo in the face the other day was that there were enough votes to impeach. And again, when you're explaining, you're losing. And the fact of the matter is, Cuomo could not explain this away. He was going to be impeached. And so he had no choice but to resign. He put a 14-day window in there so as to help quash impeachment. That's his number one political goal at this point in time, is to end the impeachment process and then allow himself to depart in a manner that preserves his political uh, opportunities down the road, which right now seem very slender. But, um, no, he, Cuomo's fighting a different battle than Trump. Trump's, Trump is taking it to the courts, and therefore it's dragged out a long time. And, again, the public doesn't have a span of attention that, um, that lends itself to, you know, every day reading the, the, the newspaper to find, you know, a, a court statement about the current status of, you know, cases X, Y, and Z dealing with Donald Trump. All they have to do is turn on the TV and they get instant gratification from Andrew Cuomo's scandal. Uh, right. But at the same time, Trump, the, the Republican Party are still sticking with Trump. Kevin McCarthy on down. On on Cuomo's um, side, nobody is sticking with him. Why is that? Why does Trump have so much support in the Republican Party, which uh, Cuomo has none in the Democratic Party? Well, Trump uh, Trump's you know, rise to political prominence came at the expense of the Republican Party. Uh, remember, he took on 17 of the Republican Party's, you know, finest uh, in, a, in a national primary in 2015, 2016, and crushed them, destroyed them, embarrassed them, humiliated them. Trump didn't get elected by the Republican Party. Trump got elected, you know, as, as, as a rejection of mainstream Republican 
um, you know, policies and attitudes. Uh, you know, he tapped into a populist movement that is lib- liberated from traditional uh, boundaries set by uh, political platforms. So, you know, the Republican Party cannot afford to lose that base. Uh, the Republican Party is fighting for its political relevance down the road, and right now its relevance is defined by the base that Trump built. Uh, so the Republican Party has no choice. If they want to win the House and win the Senate in 2022, which they are looking to do, if they want to win the White House in 2024, which they are looking to do, it means they have to confront a Democratic establishment that is at war with Donald Trump. And the last thing the Republican Party can afford to do is be seen as going to war with Donald Trump. So they are going to support Trump as as much as they practically can. And that's why you don't see them running away. Andrew Cuomo is not the future of the Democratic Party. Andrew Cuomo has no national political um, you know, cachet. No one's going to be looking for him to be president of the United States. No one wants him to be governor of New York anymore. Uh, Cuomo's finished. He's got nothing to offer Democrats. He's baggage that needs to be dumped immediately, and that's what's happening right now. Cuomo is a political liability. Trump is not. Okay. Uh, Let's go back to 1962 when Richard Nixon lost for governor in the state of California, and he told the press at that time, you won't have Nixon to kick around anymore. Six years later, he was running for president, and he won. So to say that somebody is dead politically could be a mistake. Would you agree? You're never out until you're out. I mean, uh, you know, that's the, that's the bottom line. That politics is a fickle game. And uh, if Andrew Cuomo can um, fight his way out of this, he won't fight his way out as governor. But as a private citizen, if Cuomo can turn around and turn the tables on these uh, on these accusers and have their accusations, uh, you know, torn apart, fall apart, and have his accusers exposed as nothing more than uh, political opportunists, then Andrew Cuomo may be able to rebound uh, because the media will love that story. They will eat that up, and so will the public. Everybody likes the comeback story. Everybody likes the guy who fights his way back. And if Cuomo can pull that off, sure, he has a political future. Those are big ifs. And no one in the Democratic Party right now is betting on a, um, on a, on a, on a return of Andrew Cuomo. I mean, they just want to dump him as quickly as possible. We live, in the, we live in a more expedient time than Richard Nixon uh, lived in in 1962. There was no Internet there was no 24-hour news cycle. Americans came home from their job, turned on the evening news, and got 30 minutes of news. They read the newspaper, and that was it. They weren't able to Google things. There was no, you know, you know Twitter. Uh, and so we live in a different world. Uh, I dare say that if Richard Nixon had uh, suffered his political um, problems today, he wouldn't have come back. Because he couldn't have survived Twitter. He couldn't have survived, um, you know, Facebook. He couldn't have survived, uh, you know, a 24-hour know, news cycle. Uh, There's a different world back then. It's a much more difficult world today for a politician to uh, survive in. Wow. 
So you think, ultimately, do you think that the, the press shapes people's opinions? Absolutely. I mean, people are prisoner to the information that they receive. Um, I'd like to believe that people uh, question everything, that they're intellectually curious, that they take nothing to face value. But that takes time. That takes dedication. That takes commitment. Most people turn on the, the TV, and if they only heard something once, they might scratch their head and start asking questions. But when they're inundated with a barrage of the same storyline, the same talking points. And that's what we're getting nowadays because so much of the media is, you know, owned by so few corporations that they send out the, the, the talking points, and those talking points are repeated, whatever channel you're listening to. And so right now the media is driving the Cuomo narrative. There's no doubt about that. There's no one in the media standing up saying that, hey, wait a minute, why don't we wait until we see the transcripts? of the accusers before we uh, draw a final judgment. Why don't we wait until, you know, uh, you know, Cuomo is able to respond to the accusations before we, you know, make a final judgment. But Cuomo can't respond to accusations that he hasn't seen yet. And he can't see because they haven't released the transcripts. All we have is an attorney general's interpretation of what the transcripts say. Normally the media would say, whoa, we got to hold off here. We don't have the whole story. That's not what's happening again. Sharks like blood. They're drawn to Cuomo's weakness, and they're going to tear him apart because if it bleeds, it leads. And right now, Cuomo's bleeding. So the coronavirus is, you know, spiking again. And Kathy Hochul is going to be put in a position where she's going to have to make decisions. Um, she's been a county clerk. She's been in Congress. She's been in, a lieutenant governor. Do you think she's up to the task, uh, like Cuomo was, to um, combat the coronavirus? Well, I'll say this. If she's, you know, if she has any um, gravitas as a, as a politician, um, she has been preparing for some time now to take over. I mean, Cuomo, the, you know, they've been talking about Cuomo's impeachment for months. Uh, Cuomo has been on the chopping block. His head's been on the chopping block for months. You know, she has to be astute enough to know that this was happening. Uh, any lieutenant, lieutenant governor worth their salt is preparing every day to become governor because that's your job. <laughs> your job is to step in if the governor is no longer able to do the job. So I'm sure right. she's been briefed. I'm sure she has a team of, uh, of people that she relies upon. And I'm sure she's familiar with the, uh, with the issues. Um, how well she operates as a politician is on her. But I do believe that there's no excuse for her not being uh, fully prepared and fully ready to assume the responsibilities of office, to, up to and including uh, leading New York through this new phase of the COVID pandemic. It's going to be very interesting to see how she handles it. Um, it's going to be quite a story. Wouldn't you agree? Well, I do agree. I also agree that part of the story is going to be the the, the, the contrasting uh, leadership styles between her and, and Cuomo. Um, 
And I do think that right now, because the media is so fed up with, uh, with Cuomo, that uh, she is going to be given a great deal of latitude. Um, you know, and, 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 I, and I'm glad because it's, it's a tough job she's inheriting. And uh, I think there will be a great deal of media interest in how she uh, executes these new responsibilities. And I think there will be a lot of sympathy uh, for her and support for her. She may stumble. She may fall. And if she does, the media is going to show her no mercy. But, um, yeah, there's, you know, she is going to have the spotlight shown on her. She's going to be living under a magnifying glass. And um, it's going to be very interesting times. Do, do you think that if Andrew Cuomo was a nicer person, if he went out of his way to make friends and not enemies, he would not be in the situation he is now? Absolutely, but then he wouldn't be governor. I think if Andrew Cuomo was a nicer person, he wouldn't be governor. I don't think Andrew Cuomo became governor because he's a nice guy. I think Andrew Cuomo became governor because he's a political operator. Um, he'll smile and shake your hand and then turn around, whisper, and stab you in the back. That's what politicians do. Um, so if he was truly a nice guy, um, he'd be doing something else. He's a politician. He's a politician that rose to great heights. There's no such thing as a nice person when you're operating at that level. You've stabbed so many people in the back. You've trampled over so many careers. You've lied. You've spun. You've compromised. You can't be a nice person. Andrew Cuomo's not a nice person. He's the governor of New York. But I think he learned a lot of his skills from his father. What do you think? Well, I do think he learned at the foot of his father. His father wasn't a nice person either. He was governor of New York. (laughs) (laughs) None of these governors are nice people. They're all bad people. They're people who, who basically thrive off of the failures of others. It's a zero-sum game in politics. You win or you lose. Um, and these guys didn't get to where they are by losing. They got where they are by winning, and they didn't win by playing fair. They won by destroying their opposition. They, they destroyed their opposition uh, using any trick in the book, up until including destroying their lives. That's not what nice people do. So, you know, that's just the reality of American politics. Mm. So I think over the next few months, you and I have a lot to talk about. We could talk about the success of Kathy Hochul. We could talk about what's going on in the um, Congress with Kevin McCarthy. So your final thoughts. I mean, there's no Chinese curse. May you live in interesting times, and we live in interesting times. Um, you know, unfortunately for the average American citizen, uh, what makes these times interesting um, it makes our lives more complicated. Uh, we need our politicians to be focusing on uh, ways to better our daily existence uh, and not focusing on, you know, these these scandals. And unfortunately. We seem to have be spending a lot more time focused on scandals than we are on doing the people's business. Mm-hmm. So, Scott, we shall talk again. You've been listening to Scott Ritter. I'm Cynthia Pooler. This is Focus on Albany. If you like this show, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Thank you, Scott. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. 
And thank you, everybody, for listening. Have a great day. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.